0: Our scripture this morning begins with the 11th chapter, 23rd verse of the book of Hebrews and continues through the 12th chapter, the second verse. I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. By faith, Moses was hidden by his parents for three months after his birth because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called a son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered abuse suffered for the Messiah to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, unafraid of the king's anger, for he persevered as though he saw him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land, but when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put armies to fight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, and of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, of God. This is indeed the word of God for all of the people of God.
1: God. Will you pray with me, please? God, who knows our whole past and promises to hold our future as well, we pray that you would help us to be here now that your spirit would come, that it would speak a fresh word, that we might leave in peace and with hope. Amen. Last Sunday, we gathered in the fellowship hall after worship to eat Joanne's amazing meatball sliders and look back on our last year of ministry at NBUMC. One of the highlights that was mentioned was the tour that you all took through the Bible, largely in my absence, when you spent 12 weeks in the manna and mercy curriculum, Do you remember, it was like a retelling of the whole Bible that was meant to help us understand how all these people, all these stories were connected, how Abraham And Ruth and Isaiah and Mary Magdalene relate to each other and how they relate to us, not so much in a genealogical or historical sense, but in the sense that our paths are connected our God is the same. The bits of the holy revealed in these ancient stories piece together over time to contribute to the understanding of God we have today. So you all took a journey through the Bible in February and March and April. Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Hebrews, and it's like an abbreviated attempt to do the same thing. The author is writing to a very early church, taking them on a little highlights tour to show how everyone is connected. Joy started reading like in the middle of the author's speech. Today, the author started all the way back at Abel and Enoch. We jump in at Moses by faith. Moses parents hid him by faith. Moses chose to return to his people and the author goes on to other Sunday school heroes, Rahab and Gideon and Samson and Samuel by faith. Each of these acted made choices moved along a path of covenant relationship that started at the beginning and has continuously been there the whole time i have early memories of felt boards anybody remember felt boards in sunday school rooms with all these felt like paper dolls the teachers would stick them up there to illustrate a story I mean, I promise I have studied this passage in serious places, but when I hear the Hebrews passage read, I still picture all the little felt characters lined up like a timeline on the board. You get all the way to Jesus and his disciples and then Paul and Silas and the churches that they planted. Embedded in this passage from Hebrews is a sense of movement. God's people are always on the go it seems. By faith, it says Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place, not knowing where he was going. By faith, Moses left Egypt, unafraid of the king's anger. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea and on and on. It's like there's a road that stretches all the way back to the beginning and people have been moving along the road, wandering or searching or seeking, following the holy ever since. The author of Hebrews is so intent on communicating to this very young church who maybe thought they were doing their own thing, distinct from anyone else who's ever searched for God. No, you're not isolated, you're not separate. You're on the same road as all these other people, in good company you are a continuation of the story as the manna and mercy authors put it the story of god's unfolding promise to mend the entire universe you are running your part of a relay race the baton started way back with those ancient people and it's in your hands now and it's the same race it's the same baton A team that stretches far beyond who you would ever think of as one of us. The last lesson from the Camino that I will share with you in this particular series is the experience that inspired this whole month of preaching. All along the way in Spain, there are different types of accommodations a modern day pilgrim can choose. You can shell out big bucks for a hotel. You could camp. You could stay in a municipal or a private albergue, which is like an inn or a hostel. Or you can stay in what is generally called among pilgrims, a donativo. Donativos are often in old churches or monasteries, and they are very, very simple accommodations. They're run by volunteers and they subsist on donations. The way that it works is I walk for six or seven hours. I arrive at a town and I can find the Donativo albergue. The bunk beds are clean. The laundry sink is available and there is a stocked pantry with produce and grains that a volunteer will use to cook dinner for the group of arriving pilgrims that night. Almost everything in the pantry was purchased that day using money that was given by pilgrims the night before. And when I make my donation that night, the picture of the boxes on your bulletin, when I make my donation that night, I, I place it in the box and the 20 or so other people sleeping there will also put a donation in the box and the volunteers will go out the next day to restock the pantry with that money. The idea is that the food I eat tonight and the upkeep of the place that shelters me are paid for by pilgrims who are a day ahead of me on the journey. And I, in turn, will give so that someone who is a day behind me may have a meal and a place to sleep. The meal tonight is delicious and bountiful. It's truly nourishing, and I am always hungry. So who am I to hold back? to try and save money by skimping on what I put into the donation box. It's easy to slip into a mindset of trying to get the most for the least amount of money, to be a freeloader as long as no one notices. But that is effectively stealing from someone in future need. I remember sitting in this ancient parish hall in April eating pasta and bread and fish and salad, feeling the presence of past pilgrims there with us at these long tables, the bread in my hand, the wine, the cake after dinner, a direct result of their generosity. And I felt the presence of not just past pilgrims, but future ones who needed me to give so that they too could be nourished along the way. I remember thinking we are a community that is bound across time. Every step I take on this Camino is on a path that someone created stone by stone, a path that someone took the time to mark with painted symbols, a blue and yellow shell, every few yards for 500 miles. And not someone, but multiple people, blazing the trail, which means not just making the trail, but adding the blazes, the markers, reinforcing them when they fade over time, all done for strangers they will never meet, but who will walk a path in the future, a community bound across time, what the author of Hebrews calls a cloud of witnesses, surrounded at all times by those who are before and those who are after us. Our cloud of witnesses here at this church includes people we named today. Think of what Mel Thompson gave of himself, his wisdom, his experience, his talents, or Jesse Shelton, or Alice Wang. Would any of the saints of our church put forward so generously, so freely, Having no idea that you or you would walk through this door in 2023, having no idea what this section of the road would look like in this era, but adamant that future pilgrims should be supported in their journey, should be nourished. In a minute, we're going to enjoy a slideshow of favorite scenes from NBUMC in 2023. I hope that it's a moment like I had in the parish hall, At the Donativo albergue where we watch these images and we feel the presence of yesterday's pilgrims who gave so generously hundreds of thousands of dollars years worth of time a hundred percent of their heart to make today's ministries happen i hope too we feel the presence of tomorrow's pilgrims the people we might never meet who will find themselves wrapped up in or held up by the ministries of NBUMC in future years. What we see and do and have now is a gift of these saints. And what we have now, what we think about as our personal time, our personal money and plans and gifts, not to mention the natural world. What we have now is what God is using to build a future for those who will come after us. We too are fortifying the road, laying the stones, refreshing the trailblazes for future pilgrims. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, our leg of the relay. Let's get on the road. It says laying aside every weight Those are the weeks we spent talking about letting go, taking only what you need, laying aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and trusting Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, the one we're following, our big time trailblazer, who himself relied on community, selflessly gave up comfort and ease to run our race alongside us and has blazed the trail for us all the way back to god all the way back home i'm here today doing this job in this place because some church ladies painstakingly cut out bible figures in felt and taught me the stories in a way that sticks with me still because dawn at the church where i grew up decided he would make soup every Sunday, so all 30 people in attendance could eat together after church. And it solidified in my mind what community means, the power of an open table. I'm here because the church I attended in college when I was home for the summers had a breakfast and Bible study for people who were sleeping on the streets or the porch of the church. And the pastor invited me to come and I got to know the regular attendees, and they told me they could see me as a pastor one day. They were the first to say it. I suspect there are saints in your past, too, who blazed trails or held your hands through the hard parts, who gave the best of what they had. And you're here today because of them. And in 10 years, who knows who will be here, saved from despair, saved from loneliness or disconnection because of you, because of what you made possible here. Therefore, since we are surrounded, surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us persevere. Let us go on running, rejoicing into this next year, following after Christ, who has gone before us and calls us on. Amen. Amen, enormous thanks to Woody English on the trumpet. Thank you, thank you. One of the hardest things about having All Saints, it always corresponds with our fallback from daylight savings, which means I am extra hungry at the end of a service. It is lunchtime, and there is plenty of food in the fellowship hall, so please join us for coffee hour, for snacks. And as we go out, please know, please go, knowing that you have been given much, that you have what you need, and that you are asked to give it forward to the next pilgrims who come. Go in peace with hope.
0: Amen. NBUMC Weekly is a production of North Bethesda United
1: Methodist Church located in Bethesda, Maryland. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook at North Bethesda UMC or on Instagram at Loving All Neighbors. All music is licensed via Christian Copyright Licensing International, CCLI.